Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I am Super excited to bring to you my guest, Renee Fleming. Now, Renee, oh my gosh, she and I connected, I think like two years ago. She reached out to me because she was listening to the podcast. We have mutual friends in common and we just connected and we've been back and forth and on Facebook and TikTok. And I was like, wait a minute, why haven't I had you on? You are killer successful. So let me tell you guys about Renee. Renee grew a multi-million dollar sales organization with Touchstone Crystal and has coached hundreds of women to build a business that fits into their lives. She is passionate about sharing the sparkle with others through her online boutique, fun girls nights, VIP shopping opportunities, as well as fundraising and sponsoring events. She has two children who are grown and on their own and lives with her boyfriend, Tony. Welcome to the show, Renee. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. So Renee, tell us how did you get into the world of direct sales? What brought you here? So it's really funny because I think a lot of women that get into direct sales is because the fact that we're moms, most of us Mm -hmm. get in there because we need something that has flexibility that we can work around our schedule. So about, it's just under nine years ago, I started with Touchstone Crystal because um, about 13 years ago, 13, 12, I can't even remember. I'm getting old. I lost around 200 pounds and I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Ooh. I know. Yeah. His name is Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know this is that's amazing there, but you know when you sign the dotted line instant weight loss not that yeah. I recommend that to many people but when life happens right we don't usually plan on life changes like that I no. was a 17 year marriage a stay-at-home mom I knew I needed to do something my youngest daughter was a competitive dancer mm. and my oldest played AAU sports so I knew I didn't want things to change for them. I got the big house, I, but I, I knew my expenses were going up and mm -hmm. I didn't want those things to change for them, but I knew I didn't want to go back into a full-time job, which would take me away from bringing them to all of their games yeah. and dance and stuff. So, so I wasn't looking for direct sales. I thought actually my journey was going to be more of a online consignment boutique. I thought, oh, with my kids growing, they were 12 and nine at the time. They were getting into dances and proms and, you know, all of those things and dance competitions. So I thought I, that was going to be my, my thing, right? Yeah. So I started this business and I thought, okay, I can do this from home. Oh my gosh, no. And 
when I saw Touchstone Crystal, because I was helping my daughter's school put together a um, a uh, shopping event, mm-hmm. so I was looking for credible companies to invite to come and set up. I wasn't looking for this business. And when I saw that Swarovski had an entrepreneurial arm, I went, oh, how do mm-hmm. I not know this? Right. I was I'm like immediately intrigued because everyone knows Swarovski and their jewelry is gorgeous. So I'm going, how do I not know that there's this division? So I invited the woman to come and set up at my daughter's school. I was doing my my dresses and stuff. And uh, she offered the she offered for a book a party. I had no interest in doing that. She followed up with me, no interest. I didn't know this woman. And then she offered the business opportunity. And I had that in the back of my mind, but I was going through the divorce. Uh-huh. Like, huh. So finally I ripped the band-aid and I I contacted her and I said, Okay, I'm ready to start. And she's like, Oh. So she offered to do my launch party. I go, no, I got it. (laughs) I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I didn't know her enough. Mm -hmm. And we've all been exposed to those people that may kind of be a little bit more aggressive, right? right? She was not that at all. She was super nice, super laid back, but I didn't know how she would be with my friends. Okay. So I didn't want to have somebody I didn't know or never experienced a party with to come into my home and sell my friends. I didn't want Mm. that. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'll figure it out. Right. So she offered training, whatever. So fast forward now, almost nine years. I'm very, very, very proud of my organization. Our team just surpassed a total of $10 million in sales in less than nine years. Total. Now that's collective, right? right? $10 million. Now, I started this $139 kit back then. Right. I had no idea if I could sell a bracelet, let alone, you know, book parties, let alone go through a pandemic, let alone you know, build a team. I mean, it was that was not in my wheelhouse. That was not in my forecast. So I, yeah. I love this business. I love what it can do. I love breaking down the misconception of direct sales because there's a lot of negativity around yeah. our industry. Oh and, my gosh. Yeah. Right. I just, but we know it's, we know the power of this business and this industry. So I love that. Now, the first thing that came up for me in that, in your story is the trust factor, right? Yeah. That, that you didn't know this lady from Adam. Right. Yep. And, and here you are going, okay, I want to, I want to start my business. Cause I, I like the idea of the business, but I don't know about you. Right. So, you know, looking back, I'm curious, had she invited you to attend one of her parties with somebody else, would that have helped you go through that process? Or is that something that, cause I, I want to take away from this, you know, for the yeah. audience to be yeah. like, what if they've got someone, a, a Renee on yeah. the line saying, I want to do the business, but I don't know about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point because you know what, even if she invited me to something, if it was a social event, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't feel comfortable going to a party with her in somebody else's home. Okay. Okay. So like if it was a restaurant or even online, okay. um, you know, now that we have more of an online presence, which yes. I really love the fact that, you know, we were able to turn lemons into lemonade throughout the pandemic, but 
people like I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday and talking to her about the business and offering the business and answering her questions. And I said, look, you, I know you, she doesn't know me. We right. met through networking. She doesn't know me. I said, here's my page. Go take a look, go search. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can have this conversation, but look at who I am. And if you feel comfortable and want to work with me, fantastic. If you don't, it's okay. But I really love for, for women and men to do their research on the yeah. person, even if they don't know them. There's so much out there with social media. And, oh, yeah. you know, I always tell people, like, I might not be everyone's cup of tea. That's okay. They might not be everyone's cup of tea. That's okay, too. But we right. can all find our person and connect with someone because I really feel like that that relationship is what helps build a team. Yes, exactly. And and I think that's the point I'm trying to make with all of this is if you can establish that trust from the get go, giving being that that open saying, hey, go look at my Facebook page, go look at my website, go look at my LinkedIn, go look at all of my stuff. Feel free to go take a look at what I've put out there for all the world to see. Check out my TikToks, right? Because yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. you got a TikTok too. Oh my gosh. You know? It's so funny. I, You know, put that stuff out there. Yeah. And it gives people that, because here's what's really interesting about that, that opportunity, right? You give people all the links to go check you out. In many cases, they'll go check one or two things and then they'll be like, cool, that's enough. Because you were willing to totally, you know, as the as some people say, open the kimono and say, here you go, here's everything. I'm an open book, right? Go check that out. But not everybody's gonna go check out every post you've ever done. (laughs) They just wanna know that you're open. Yes, and the whole point for us is to be authentically ourselves. Yes. Right? Like. So many people want, now I know I was guilty of it when I started this business, right? I didn't know what I was doing. So I would, you know, train and learn from those that came before me. And I thought I had to be like them. Mm. And that's the biggest thing that I share with my, with my new consultants that join our team is to just to be you. It's Mm -hmm. okay, right? Be perfectly imperfect. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to be, you don't have to speak the most eloquent. You don't have to be the most crazy lady in the room either. Like be who own who you are. And Mm -hmm. that comes across. Yes. And And that's why people do business with people. Exactly. It's that authenticity factor just really, it's a magnet for people. They know, even though people can't be able to necessarily verbalize why they feel that somebody's authentic, but their yeah. brain is picking up on all of those little things. It, the body language, the words, your pitch, your tone, the way you're talking, all the things that you're doing. People can just sense when you are authentically being you and really truly being who you are instead of putting on a mask or a persona. Because yeah. um, I can certainly say I did a little of that myself too when I first got started. I. I was not the perfect direct salesperson. <laughs> I don't think anyone when they start are. No. I mean, if they say they are, I think they're full of it. <laughs> Truth. And and it cracks me up because people are like, oh my gosh, you're so good at sales, Jenny. Like you've always been good at sales. And I'm like, no, 
No. Here, let me pull up my Facebook memories and show you some of the really crappy posts that I put up back in the day because I don't hide them because I want to remember and be able to share with people like, oh, God, check out this one. Ugh. Yeah, this is horrible. You know, <laughs> I want to be able to, you know, show people like, hey, the reason I've gotten so good is because I I screwed it up first, right? right? I learned right. what not to do. Oh, those kind of posts don't get people engaged. They, it turns right. people off. Okay, right. don't do that. Yes, you know, yeah. because sometimes you have to do the thing that you're not supposed to do to learn not to do it. <laughs> Absolutely, just like how we raise our kids, right? And we have to, you have to make mistakes throughout the years. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You're gonna learn from that, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, you learn from exactly. That. There's no, there's no parenting manual, and and as as many books as there are out there, and podcasts, and and online programs for direct sales, there really is no perfect manual, perfect program, perfect thing that's going to be right. absolutely the exact thing that somebody needs to to get them through this. The experience is really part of it, but being open to learning and coaching through that process. Yeah. So for you, so you've built a $10 million team that yeah. you guys have done $10 million in less than nine years, which is Crazy. amazing. Right? So that's a huge accomplishment. What else have you and your team done in these nine years? What are some cool things, whether it's trips you've gone on or what are some other cool things yeah. that have happened on your team or you know, feel free to share a story of one of the ladies on your team. Like, yeah. I'm, I really want to be able for you to to bolster what's happened in in your group. Well, thank you, because I'm very proud of them. I have amazing men and women in our organization. We were able to promote leaders. We were able to promote. I've senior directors in my organization that just unbelievable women who lead with their heart. They're just so kind. Great business partners. I've just been really lucky to be able to meet women that want this business, right? Yeah. And then, like you said, those that are able to be trained and coached. And then just like we do with our children, we were mm -hmm. talking earlier, right? Our goal is to raise independent children who go into the world on their own and, you know, are meaningful members of society. The same thing with our team. We want them to grow and leave the nest. Yes. Go to empower women. So I love when I went from the training mode to coaching mode. Mm. And we learned that through, through training and coaching that Touchstone has been unbelievable in providing us with so many, so many options and so many ways to build our business. But when I went into that coaching mode, I was able, I saw a difference in my business and really see women who are empowered to build their business mm. versus, you know, how many times, and I, you probably experienced this too, when we're training, we're oftentimes doing for them. Yeah. And that just sucks the life out of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We can't possibly build a strong business if we try and do it for everyone just like we can't do everything for our kids we have to teach them to mm -hmm. go on their own and make your mistakes and oh, come yeah. back and come ask questions and be coachable and be open to the fact and owning that you're going to make those mistakes throughout their journey and sharing another thing that i really find 
has helped my business and helped these incredible men and women is to be true to not only my ups, but the lots of downs. Mm. Because I know when I started, I looked at those who were senior directors, senior executive directors, and I thought, oh my gosh, these women are like goddesses. Like I could never be like them. Never. Oh my God. Like I just, right, the sun shines around them. But it's so easy for them. They're senior executive directors. Yeah. People, they have parties. Of course they're selling, you know, thousands of months. Of course they're building a team. Of course they're earning the trips. And as I grew and became senior executive director and I opened up my calendar and there may be a lot of white pages, mm. no, no parties booked, right? I share with my team, okay, I don't have anything going on or I had a really shitty month, yeah. but here's what I do to overcome it. Mm-hmm. And let them know to expect those things. So yes, our team has been, we've grown leaders, senior directors. I can't tell you, I don't know, 11 trips I've been on, 12 trips, like crazy. Vines, Austria, I was really, one of the biggest things that I loved is back in 2017, there were seven of us that earned, there's a once in a lifetime trip to Vines, Austria, to Swarovski headquarters. And that was an amazing, beautiful experience. I'm Just getting beautiful. goosebumps thinking yeah. about that. It that was, seems so cool. Oh, it was amazing. And these women have become, you know, sister family. It's just, it's a lot of fun being able to work with people that you just absolutely adore and look up to. So those are some of the fun things. And my team, trip earners, you know, BMW, Carolant, like all of it. And then another really cool, fun fact is I am actually an official sponsor of Miss America. <gasps> Isn't that cool? That's so cool. I share that because, you know, we're in direct sales. Yeah. I'm not this big mega, I'm not Gillette, you know, I'm not like this big, huge corporation, right? And, you know, I I started working with some pageant organizations because I thought, hey, they love Sparkle, right? Yeah. Might as well. And with reaching out and following up and following up and following up and following up uh, and following up. Yes. uh, Then... I was able to work with the Miss America organization, sponsored them. I've attended the last couple, you know, we had the pandemic. So it was pre-pandemic and post-pandemic and the MAO team. And now I'm into other national pageant organizations and helping fundraise and sponsor and doing all sorts of neat things. So it's, it's me, not touched on Crystal. It's right. Renee Cabo and Fleming is the sponsor. So, yeah. Nice. And I share that because I just want other people that are in this industry to know, like, go find your thing, right? Go find what hobby. There's always ways to meet other people. You know, it doesn't have to be just family and friends and, you know, don't be spammy to everyone, you know, go and, and network and find new ways and new people to, to share your business with. So, oh yeah. So this is, you know, obviously the podcast is called Badass Direct Sales Mastery, right? And direct sales is one type of business model. Network marketing, another business model. MLM, another business model, right? But here's the thing. They are all very, very similar. And so what I what I tell people is even if your model is technically called direct sales, 
really and truly the best way to approach that business is as a network marketer. And the reason being is because when you when you think of yourself as direct sales, you feel like you have to directly sell. Right. And that's going to turn people off. Mm -hmm. Right. Nobody likes to be sold. Right. But everybody loves to buy. Right. So if if instead, even if you're a direct sales business model, think of yourself as a network marketer, because then 50 percent of your job is to network, grow your network, meet new people, add people to your network all the time. If you're not adding five to 10 new people to your network, and I'm not talking about social media, your network, people who know who you are, five to 10 new people every week, then you're not going to grow at the level that you want to, right? But then the other 50% of your job is to market, not to sell. Not to sell. Yep. And a lot of what's changed too is, well, not even changed, but has evolved is marketing ourselves. Mm. Not so much marketing what we're representing. Yeah, it's marketing ourselves. We have to brand ourselves as the person, right? So I call myself Renee Carbone Fleming, the jewelry lady. Yep. I want people to think when they think jewelry, they go, "Oh, Renee." They might not know the company, they might not, but I want them to think me. So whatever somebody is selling, brand themselves. And yeah. that when I say that, it's you know share. Your personal, share your business, share your life, be silly, be authentic, post all of those things. You may incorporate them. I mean, I'm always wearing my jewelry and my stuff, but I'm right. not, you know, posting reels every day and going, you know, buy this bracelet, buy this necklace that right. we don't, right? People don't want that. They don't want to be sold to like that constantly in their face. Exactly. Um, right. But yeah, so it is, it is all about networking and marketing yeah. and really being true to who you are. People do business with people. We don't do business with companies, right? There's nobody who's going, I'm buying from Target because I know somebody at Target. Mm -hmm. No, 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 right? We go to the big box stores because they're convenient. We go to Amazon because it's convenient. We're not buying from Amazon because we want to help Amazon grow even bigger, right? right? Right. When we know somebody the Renee Carbone Flemings of the world who have a direct sales business and network marketing business and MLM business. We're doing business with Renee. We're yeah. doing business with Jenny. We're doing business with Susie. We're doing, you know, we, yeah. we are purchasing from that person because we want to help them mm-hmm. and we want the results that their product or service provides. Right. Yep. You know, and that's that's a huge thing to be able to brand yourself in that way and be known as, in your case, the jewelry lady. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Because what's great is when you brand yourself that way. When people are getting ready to go to a wedding mm-hmm. and they're like, OK, I have my outfit. But I don't have my jewelry yet because they say the word jewelry in their head. What do they think? Renee, let yeah. me reach out to Renee and see what she's got. Hey, Renee picture of outfit. What do you have that goes with this? Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's great. Right. Because when I started getting clients who were doing that, cause I, I also came from a, a direct sales jewelry business. Mm-hmm. When I started having clients do that, I was like, yes, yeah. I don't have, to, you know, that's when I realized I had made it. 
mm-hmm. you know, in the business that people were now reaching out to me. I wasn't having to do all the reach outs and do all the things. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm sure you've, you've now hit that you had to have, cause you've got a $10 million business. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wish I had $10 million in personal sales, but you know, we're going to get there. You're getting there. Right. You know, You're work, working your way up in the day. I might be 52, but you know, I just feel like I'm kind of getting started. I'm like, you okay, can. I'm ready to rock this shit. Yeah. You got Um, time. I got time. I got time. But yes, it is, you know, people do come to me, but it really, I I want everyone to know that the importance of follow-up, like, Mm. yes, it's great. And a lot of people are guilty. And I know, you know, a lot of them, we go on social media and expect that, okay, orders are just going to be flooded in, right? Or you reach a certain level in their, in your organization. And all of a sudden people think, Oh, people are just flooding to do business with them or to join the team. No, no, one's knocking on my door going, Hey, are you the Swarovski touchstone crystal jewelry lady? No, I have to follow up. We Mm -hmm. do get people. I do get people that reach out to me for sure, which is fantastic. I get repeat customers who reach out to me, but the power of us being in the driver's seat and following up. We can't leave it to algorithms. No, absolutely not. I mean, that personal connection is what makes all the difference in the world. I mean, you know, for me, I wish, oh my gosh, do I wish I had contact mapping Mm -hmm. when I was in business? They didn't even exist when I was in business. They literally started their business the month after I started my coaching business. So contact mapping did not exist when I was in my direct sales jewelry business. Otherwise, oh my God, I can only imagine. Now, granted, I hit number one in my company. Okay, number Mm -hmm. one in my company, hit it without contact mapping. But I sit there and go, what could I have done if I had had it back then? Right. Holy cow, because the follow-up that comes through me using that, Mm -hmm. it has impacted my coaching business. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's, oh my gosh, if you're not on it, you should be. It's fantastic. (laughs) Um, But I think, what I love about that is it it really focuses not on sales or marketing. It really is about the human connection. Yes. And that's what follow-up is really about is connecting with human beings and just saying, hey, I'm here. Right. Hey, right. I'm here. Yep. You know? Um, well, and that's the balance that we say everyone needs to find. Yeah. Because a lot of some people get into this industry, whether it's network marketing, MLM, direct sales, and they think that they just one way. It's no longer one way of doing things. Mm-mm. You've got to touch it in multiple facets in right. order to have a long-term consistent business. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you've been in business for almost nine years now at the time of yeah. this recording. Yeah. It's obviously not all been rainbows and roses because, hello, a global pandemic. Right. Um, but outside of that, what is a, an obstacle that you and or your team have have dealt with that you found a really great fix for or you are really proud of the fact that you guys overcame or that you personally overcame a particular thing in your business what's something that you had to deal with you know because you you were talking about the ups and the downs let's talk about one of the downs that you fixed that brought you back up yeah talk about that pit what what's what's one of the big ones that you really had to deal with in nine years i mean there's everything from you know, not being able to book parties, not being able to reach your sales goal, not being able to 
or struggling with trying to earning the trip, the next incentive, whatever that is. And the biggest one is going through a global pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a huge one. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, in Touchstone Crystal, we, our party planning business was in person, bringing my jewelry, going to somebody's home, having a couple of cocktails, sharing the bling, fun, pack it up, go home. Yep. When the pandemic hit, we were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So to transition to a virtual format was, you know, challenging at first. Zoom became our best friends. Mm -hmm. Going, doing lives on Facebook was scary as hell. But for those that were committed to their success, we learned, we worked together, we shared our pitfalls together as, a, as an entire organization. Um, I'm really happy to be part of this company specifically, like they've just been wonderful. And we share, you know, what's working, what's not working, and, and helped everyone get through it. And we're still getting through it. You know, yeah, yeah, the pandemic itself may be, you know, waning, but there's so many obstacles going on in the country and the world now that we're still helping each other get through things. Um, yeah. But having having gone through that has made us stronger. Yeah. We now have a virtual environment. I just partied the other night in Virginia without leaving my home. Mm. I'm in Rhode Island. So I can be in my slippers and work my business. I can go to Iowa and on different time zones. So I can do multiple parties in one night because I can do a seven, I can do an 8.30, depending on where people live in the country. So yep. I love that. I love that we were able to then help the team and help consultants build a business how they want to work, whether they want strictly virtual or they want in-person or they want events or so now I just feel we're coming out even stronger than where we were. Right. It's it's another tool in your in your tool belt, right? Because yeah. Yeah. when I was active in my direct sales business, Facebook was still the wild, wild west mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. of social media marketing and, and and sales and business and all of that. And it, it was a whole different animal back yeah. then, right? Because even Facebook was like, oh, oh, people want to actually do business here. This isn't just a social thing, right? So they were just starting to figure that kind of stuff out, right? So it, it really truly was this crazy wild, wild west of trying to figure things out. And right. how do you market and how do you put yourself out there? And how, you know, how do you do all this? Because I was not building my business based on social media, because I was like, man, there were, there were ladies back in the day who were you know, do Mary Kay Avon, all the, all the, you know, Tupperware, all the things back in the day by phone and yeah. by door to door. So right. I'm like social media, I'm not going to base my business off of social media. Anything I get from social media going to be icing on the cake. Right. But really my, my in-person stuff, that's where I'm going to show up and shine yes. and, and make a majority of my cake. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? for sure. So, but now all companies have this wonderful virtual aspect to them that yeah. is in addition to, right? Yeah. yeah. Should not yeah. be totally replaced because again, it's really hard to be people. Yes. Yeah. Online, you it, know? Is. it is. And yeah, I mean, even my, I see it in, you know, my personal business, my social media presence is still small. It's grown like 
300% in the last, you know, year, me implementing some new things that I've been doing, but it's still a small piece of the big puzzle. Wow. That's for sure. Nice. But, you know, it's, it's just a matter of staying committed to it. And I, I love sharing that when I started this, you know, cause we talk about the ups and downs, right. And so what's going to get us through those down periods. And it really is, we hear it all, all the time about the why, right? Our why, why are we doing what we do? And if your why is not strong enough, you ain't going to do it. That's right. If you're why, if you're just going, Oh, well, I, you know, maybe I could sell some stuff. Well, then you're not going to be successful. But when you are driven and Mm -hmm. go, Oh my gosh, I'm going to get this done. And for me, my why of course was taking care of my daughters, but I put post-it notes in my office saying two words, watch me. Mm. Because there are so many people that will, you can't do this in their head. They might not say it verbally to somebody, right? But you, you feel it. You, you can feel it, right? And, and that might be also what we're telling ourselves. Because a lot of times we don't know where we can go. And so fear holds us back because we're saying, you know, I probably can't do that. Mm. So the words we tell ourselves and the words we hear or think somebody else is going to be telling us. So I put those words, watch me in my office because failure was not going to be a freaking option for me. There's Mm. no way I'm like, watch me. So every time I had, you know, when I say a bad party, if we're looking for sales results, right? If the sales results weren't there or people didn't show up or, you know, I didn't have parties on my calendar or would, or, 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 right. Right. I just go, okay, watch me. I'm going to figure it out. I love that. Oh my gosh. I, I'm pretty sure that just might be the title of this episode. I'm writing it down <laughs> so I don't forget. Um, so Renee, then, so that sounds like, cause this really actually helps transition into, to my last question for you, which is what is your secret to direct sales success? <laughs> Grit. Just, I don't know. I'm Italian and Portuguese. So for me, I'm just too stubborn. (laughs) I'm too stubborn to quit. The easiest thing to do is to throw in the towel when times get tough. Mm -hmm. For sure. Right. Could I go work for somebody else? Yeah. And go Mm -hmm. get a guaranteed paycheck. Yep. I can do that. Can I be successful doing that? Probably. But I know the opportunity that's here being an entrepreneur. I would much rather be in the driver's seat of my success versus somebody telling me when I have to work, how much money I'm going to make. I decide when I want to work. I want to take a week vacation. I want to take a week vacation. I want to work from home. I'm going to work from home. If I want, so the, just the stubbornness, just not throwing in the towel is really what's going to help people that stubbornness and consistency. Now, when I say stubbornness, yes, you can be stubborn, but if you're not doing anything, if there's no action involved, (laughs) (laughs) You you can't just be sitting on the couch watching Grey's Anatomy and going, you know, I just wish I was successful. Well, that's not going to work. No. You actually have to do the work. So consistency in the business and touching the business consistently, reaching out and doing the work, like, wow, what a concept. Reach out and do the work, right? That's the key. I mean, right there. It's no excuses. 
Ah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to give you a heads up. So anybody who's listening to this, you guys are hearing about this for the first time. So I literally just am, I'm working with my tech guy and my marketing team on an assessment all about our, how to attract rock stars to your team. And one of the things on there is all about the no excuses attitude. Yeah. Right. The, the, a rock star does not accept excuses for themselves. Right. Right. They're not putting that on other people. They're saying, I don't accept excuses from myself. Right. Right. But not to the point of detriment. Yes. Right. So you guys are getting heads up because like Renee said that I was like, oh my gosh, this is my rock star assessment. So Oh, you guys are getting a heads up on what's coming on Badass Direct Sales Mastery. So no, but seriously, I, you're you're absolutely right that when I look at all of the successful people in direct sales, network marketing and MLM, one of the things that they all have in common is that that grit factor that yeah. I'm going to be successful no matter what. I'm going to have ups, I'm going to have downs. I'm not going to let the downs define me. I'm not going to make decisions about my business when I'm at the bottom of the roller coaster, I'm going to stick with this because I want to be in charge. I am choosing to be unemployable to other people because I want to, I want to be in charge. And I think that's a a huge, huge, huge difference between those who are successful in direct sales and those who aren't. And you've obviously got it in spades because to in nine years build a multi-million dollar business with hundreds of women and men is fantastic and people if you've never heard of touchstone first of all where have you been living (laughs) secondly secondly, if you want to know more about about renee about her company how would you like people to get in touch with you to you know if nothing else just say thanks for the episode (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i'm an open book and I hope that comes across because I really just want to help, a, you know, anyone, no matter what business they decide to, right? I, right. Like I said, touch no, I might not be everyone's cup of tea. Right. Touch no crystal may not be everyone's cup of tea. That's okay. Right. But I do feel the more that we help each other in this industry, the stronger mm-hmm. we will all be. So yes. if somebody has any questions or needs any help, they can reach me through Facebook is probably the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. And it's Renee Cabone Fleming dot touchstone crystal. Yes, absolutely. So if you guys, that is her business page. And so for those of you who've listened to the podcast, you guys know how this goes. It's in the show notes. If this is your first time ever listening to the podcast, the way you get to the show notes, grab your phone as long as you're not driving, grab your phone, click on today's episode, scroll up just a little bit, and you'll see a bunch of text and information below Renee's gorgeous picture. And the link to her Facebook page will be right there. So you can click right on it, go message her, send her a message, let her know. Thank you for this episode. Thank you for the information. Thank you for giving me hope and reminding me that I have grit, whatever it may be that popped out for you from this interview with Renee. Renee, thank you. This has been amazing. This has been so much fun. Thank you for letting me share this and share my journey because I, like I said, there's, there's room for everybody in this industry. So absolutely. Oh God. And that just leads into a whole other topic of why this is not a pyramid thing, but that's a whole other conversation for another day. (laughs) So, oh my gosh, Renee, you've been 
fabulous. I am so excited to have you here on the show. And I cannot wait for our audience to hear this and be able to glean the little pearls. And I chose that on purpose. <laughs> those little nuggets, gems of wisdom from what you had to share from your own journey. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, you are welcome. Oh my gosh. And Badass Crew, you guys know how this goes. Stay tuned because there is another Badass episode on its way. Hey, Badass Crew, Jenny B here. I want to start by thanking Gina, Matt, Jessica, and Renee for finding me on social media and connecting with me. If you've been listening to the show for a while, find me on your favorite social media platform. Friend request me and send me a message letting me know that you're a member of the Badass Crew. I want to meet you. Trust me, I will fangirl on you so hard because I love you. So go find all of my pertinent social media links right in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.